You're listening to the Evolved Life Podcast. The Evolved Life Podcast are conversations for awakening, a taste of what's possible when we choose to live life at 100%. If you're hungry for personal, powerful change, whether you're an entrepreneur, a health enthusiast, or just looking to level up your life, you've come to the right place. Get ready to start enjoying the unfolding of life to its fullest, to expand from each moment and to usher in the experience of heaven on earth. In this podcast, we share deep chats with powerful people whose views will challenge your perspective and bring life and inspiration to your day. Welcome to the Evolved Life Podcast. Good day, Alex. Great to see you here. Um, my name is Ian Gray. Those of you guys just enjoy, join us here at uh, Evolve Life, we are doing a video series. And basically what we're doing is we're changing the scope of conversation. We're changing the conversation from the small talk that we all can tend to have to things that really have deep meaning. And the whole idea of Evolve Life is actually that at any point, one of us can be a teacher or we can be a student. We could be one and the same at the same exact moment. So what I'm doing is I've been bringing the experts that I know in different areas into the conversation so that they can share their secrets with you and how they've actually hacked their life, changed their life, and basically where they've been successful. And then we reverse engineer it so you can figure out what you want to take and apply to your life. So today I'm with a good friend of mine, Alex Rodriguez. I met him about three years ago in Costa Rica at an amazing event called A-Fest. And the whole concept of that event was believe hacking, which was really, really an amazing thing to, to challenge ourselves with and really dynamically change both of our lives. Now, mm -hmm. I wanted to bring Alex on because when I first met him, I think he was 18, 19 years old. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm 24 now. So like, you know, just early, early 20s. So, yeah, 21. So early 20s. <laughs> just a baby. But he had actually built out a huge social media following because he was getting bullied in school. So he started doing videos about the bullying experience and how he was handling it. And people really latched on to it because... We all get bullied, even as adults, we're getting bullied and you see it all the time when people get so disrupted and so upset, even over like keyboard warriors on Facebook and stuff like that. But in high school is like that tumultuous time where you learn either how to handle bullying and then make choices to actually thwart it and make it a much easier experience. Or some people just kind of get depressed and go in a vacuum. Now you... You, you actually said, you know what, I'm going to bring this to the world and I'm going to talk about this and how I handle it. So tell me a little bit about what you were getting bullied about, what people were saying and what like what led you to say, I am going to take this choice instead of like going and hiding or crying. I'm going to actually make this like known and share my story with people so that they can live a better life. Yeah, I think one of the most important aspects of it is that, you know, when I was growing up, it, I mean, it was my whole entire life. I'm talking like middle school, uh, part kindergarten, as screwed up as that sounds, all the way through high school and sometimes in college. And like, you know, it, I was a short kid, had a big head and I just looked funky, you know? And, and the thing is like, and I was always talking about, you know, helping people and whatever it was. Like, I always wanted to do something for other people. I always wanted to do something good. And I guess back then, that wasn't cool. I don't know, whatever it was, but I just... I had a big head. People made fun of me for that. I was short. People called me shrimp. I had all this negative stuff thrown at me. And for the longest time, I was also bullied for having a father that was really successful. And everyone thought I was just full of myself. And I was like, no, you know, I mean, like I wasn't born and I was born into that doesn't mean that's who I am. And my father always told me to stay humble, always treat people kindly and to remember to just stay focused and, um, and always do things with good intention and that all things good will come back to you. So when I was bullied, you know, like I had times when I was I was crying and I was scared and all that stuff. But as I got older, I became more self-aware of who I am and I stopped giving a fuck. You know, I was just like, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be me, do what I need to do, say what I need to say and become who I want to become and really embrace my calling. And the importance of that is that there came a moment in my time where I said, you know, my whole entire life, I've always wanted somebody. And this is what kind of got me into speaking. Well, actually completely got me into speaking. Um, was that I never really had anyone to speak to apart from family. I didn't have an influence in my life that was like a friend or like an older brother or something like that where I could say, hey, man, I'm feeling really, you know, 
sick to my stomach right now. I'm feeling as if I'm not really in the, the space that I need to be mentally, physically, or spiritually. Like I'm a little messed up right now. And, and I never had advice or guidance, you know, like that, but it's different when it comes from like a mother or a father. So I'm, I was talking about more of advice from like a, a friendship you know, or a peer. Yeah. 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 It's cause you know, like most kids don't want to listen to the parents when they're younger, but, and that was me. But then as I got older, I said, you know what, let me use what's within me, which I had a message because I, I knew I had a message to share because I like, I think it was 17 years old when I was in high school. Uh, two girls passed away the last Sunday of a spring break vacation, right? And it was drinking and driving, whatever. I think that's what it was. And, um, you know, everyone is just so sad about it. And for something in my being told me, grab the people next to you, hold their hands, and let's create something. So it was almost like a prayer, right? But over 400 people, three to 400 people gathered in a circle and I started speaking. First time I ever spoke, right? Wow. I was crying. I was like, you know, looking like whatever. I, I don't know what it was, but it was just passion. And I was just speaking. And I said, all right, I got something to share. So I think around like 18 or 19 is when Vine came out. And that was like the six second mobile application where you could share videos and whatnot. And I did the first six second motivational message. <laughs> and they got like 20,000 views within 24 hours. And I like thought my phone was hacked. I was freaking out. I was like, there's no way that this happened to me. Right. And, uh, and then the past three years, I reached like, I don't know. It's got it. It's climbing, you know, but like 150 million people in like three years. So like it's been it's been a blessing and it's been very cool. And that's how I know I'm aligned with it. But now I'm going more into the space of speaking is, is definitely an aspect of my life and sharing my message. But the entrepreneurship route, which I'm sure, you know, you know all about that. I know that. And the thing <laughs> is, um, you know, we're building I'm building businesses now and all that stuff, but all with the intention of helping people. Because I came from a life, like I said before, my, my father provided a lot of good for me. Uh, never gave me anything, you know, but he always gave me the knowledge of what it takes to be successful. So now I want to use every opportunity I have to be able to grow in the sense of being able to better people, whether that be through money, my words, my actions, whatever it may be, you know. That, that, is, that is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I've met your father and he very successful businessman, but he doesn't just give things away. Like he'll give you the knowledge. <laughs> But he's yeah. just not gonna like just spoil you, and it's it's really cool to see how you two interact and the relationship you have, and how you actually help him now with his businesses, yeah. looking at like what you can actually do for him from a marketing perspective, while he leads you in the entrepreneurship that that kind of overarching piece, and with the empire yeah. that he's already built, he doesn't he didn't just hand you the keys and say it's yours now. He's like you've got to work for this. And that, that is just an amazing thing to see because so many times people think that um, it's just handed to them. And the reality is, you know, old money doesn't last usually past the, past the one or two generations. And that's yeah. because the thought process is not taught past those generations. Usually the first generation has it, the next generation doesn't. And then, you know, it all kind of goes away. And one of the things that's really cool to see is that that is his main focus is to teach you that thought process so that you can actually um, be successful in whatever you do and doesn't just hand it to you and make it too easy. A hundred percent. And, um, and that's the importance of it. That's why I feel like I'm so grounded in the sense of like, you know, money is just money is a tool, man. Money's energy. So you use money to be able to grow whatever it is, but I, I, I'm not consumed by that idea that I need it to be happy or fulfilled or anything like that. That's a that's a BS fabricated construct of like of um, society to be able to keep people in an understanding of, of something that provides them value. But I don't seek validation anymore from things. I seek validation from myself, you know, and and more of just what I you know God calls me to do or whatever I feel like I'm I'm meant to do. So I don't look for things anymore. I, I kind of just find it within myself. That's what he taught me, really. And it was powerful, you know. That, that's, that's, that's amazing. Do you have like a, a tool that somebody could use to like look in themselves that they're maybe right now, maybe they have money. I've, I have money. I've been depressed with money. It's, and I yeah. have like a lot of it and I've still been depressed. It still happens yeah. every once in a while. Fortunately, it's not where I live, but there's been a time where I had money and I lived there, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, I have, didn't have money at one point and that was, that was, I would have the same exact type of depression it was like actually no different. The money didn't change a thing for that. So yeah. um, what is something that you could tell somebody or tell me like, 
what what is it that you do to like make sure you get aligned and you feel like you can pull that out from within you? Well, I think it's like so. There's there's a uh, concept of well being called PERMA, which is positive emotion for the P. Um, it is engagement for the E. It's relationships for the R. It's meaning for the the M, and then achievement for the A. Right. So if you have positive emotion in your life, and then you have engagement with other people in different aspects of your life which is like progression, you know, momentum and whatnot. And then if you have uh, the relationships that are keen, right, and then you have the meaning within the work that you do or within your life, and then you have the, the uh, dang, I just forgot, the achievement, right, then then those are the five factors that really make your life great. But I even believe that it's, it's stronger than that. I think that no matter how much money you've had, I've met billionaires that are like really depressed. And then I've met guys that are on the side of the street that could talk for hours about how beautiful life is and they got nothing more than a tent to sleep in. So I think like what I think is really important is to understand that no matter how much money you make, it's more about the meaning of the money that you make. Because I know a lot of young kids in my life, I'll call it out right now. You know, they, they got fathers that are very wealthy and they come up or maybe not even the fathers, just they just come into money quick. And uh, what happens is they think that money is then because of all the freedom and what they can do without limits that it's just like, oh, my gosh, my life is awesome. But it's like, yeah, but you got to reverse engineer life because the thing is most people at 50 years old figure out the spiritual is essential, right? And what's within and the internal is what they got to take care of. And when you're in your 20s, it's like I got to have a fat whip and the big watch and all this shit. And I'm just. Just like that's not true. Like you gotta, you gotta reverse engineer. You gotta make sure that in your twenties you take care of the internal self, right? And that's what I found out. And it's not easy, <laughs> trust me, because all you want to do at twenty years old is go out and party and look like the big shot and the hot shot because you don't want to miss out on your prime. When in reality, your prime could be for the rest of your life. And if you learn how to take care of the internal early, the external, <laughs> all the money you make, you'll be a happy dude. Because you'll understand that validation doesn't come from that, and more comes from just what it is that you that you do. So that's why I think the positive emotion and the engagement in what you do with the meeting, the achievement, then becomes really, really, really accentuated in a beautiful way. But I don't know if that made sense. But um, I just think reverse engineering it in the sense of like people just need to understand money will never make you happy. It's because there's never going to be enough of it. There's always going to be more. There's always going to be something more expensive. But when you become self-aware and fulfilled from within, that's it. You know, then you get to choose, okay, do I really need this or not? No, you know. And if you're working from the other space, which is the ego, it's always going to tell you you're not enough until you have more. But that's a trap that no one ever gets out of, which is why a lot of people live in depression that have a lot of money because they haven't found out what's the internal success. They've only found out what the external success is. So yeah, I always, that's, that's actually where I lived for, for a time because I, I was chasing a number, right? And even though yeah. I hit the number that I, I wanted to hit and actually exceeded 10x in yeah. two years faster than I thought I would, which is amazing, yeah. but I, I found that I was like, I got to a point where I was just chasing a number just to get the number and the sense of accomplishment was meaningless. So, yeah. you know, what, what I'm getting from you is, is before you even start to make your moves, before you start to like go into anything, and I this this resonates with me too. So tell me if if I'm off though. Before you actually really delve into anything, clean up yourself first. Like figure out what's going on with you, and then money actually be, becoming a magnifier. When it does become a magnifier, then you're actually going to be having more happiness. Because if there's any kind of negativity sitting inside of you. Then you get this money and then you become more of an asshole. If you're an asshole, you become a bigger asshole. And it's for it, <laughs> Everyone says that. Every person that I've ever met all said that. I met a guy that made a hundred million dollars in like, I don't know, two years or something like that. I'm like, that's a lot of money, you know? Yeah. And and the thing is like a hundred million and he goes, Yeah, but dude, it's like, I don't know, I never see my kids. It's like, you know, that's the thing. It's like you gotta be no matter what in life, you always, and I'm 24, I haven't gone through family, I haven't gotten a million, a hundred million dollars, you know, like I haven't gotten that, but I have understood by being around people that if you don't take care of what's within and you don't set yourself up in a way where you understand what you want on such a detailed level, or even just in the 
broad sense of like, this is the direction I want to go in. Right. And this is on the physical, spiritual and, and, and uh, mental level. Then when you get and when you arrive, you, you get the Maserati or whatever, which is my favorite car and you get it for a month. And then you're just like, wow, this sucks. Cause now the guy that's next to me that just stopped at the red light has a Ferrari. Oh, you know, like, like this is bull. This is bullshit. You know, it's like, it's like, I need more. But the thing is, when you just stop with that, and in the beginning, you start your whole entire adventure with understanding that what you have right now is all you need. And from within, if you feel happy, that's all the validation and all the security you need, right? Then you're good, man. No, nothing else from out here matters anymore. And I think that's what a lot of people miss. You just have to stay focused in, in what actually matters and, and step out of ego and step into spirit. Because when you do that, life just becomes a lot more fun. You know, everything becomes more meaningful and not like a rat race, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I know personally from people that I talk to, they're, they're going to be stuck right there at the positive emotion, right? Like they, they like getting, even getting to that. And, and a lot of people I, I speak to, and, and I was in this place for a long time. So I'm, you know, definitely, definitely get where they're coming from. But if you don't even know what emotions are going inside of you, if you don't have that emotional intelligence, like, where does somebody begin? Like, they, they just they just know that they feel like they're not empowered or helpless or tired or stuck or, you know, maybe they, they, they're moving, but they're not moving as quickly as they need to be, like they want to be, they desire to be, and they're going in the right direction, but they feel like they got weight on them, right? Yeah. So there's all kinds of different ways to describe that, that feeling, right? So what would be yeah. the first thing you would tell somebody to do to uh, be able to increase that emotional intelligence so they can actually figure out where they are and then maybe one step to like feel a little bit better. I mean, one thing that worked for me, I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's different first off for everybody because yes. everyone has experiences. And for me, what worked is that, you know, my story of uh, this woman 30 years ago in Greece, I told you this, right? You know who it is. Don't say, it. but <laughs> don't have to done with the story, but it's like, um, you know, 30 years ago in Greece, this woman and like five of her friends were to the top of this mountain and, this was a story that brought me meaning in my life. Um, went to the top of this mountain, parked by a chapel, and then went to a bar that was at the top of this mountain right next to the chapel. Partied till around 1 a.m., and only the driver and her went to the chapel to pray at the end of the night. Then they stepped back into the car. They started driving down this mountain. And I guess 30 years ago, the mountain didn't have guardrails, but the car stalls on the sharp turn. And moments before the car flies off this mountain, in pitch black darkness, by the way, um, driver jumps out and survives but this woman and four of the friends are in the car and they're just tumbling down this mountain right people are screaming people are being thrown out of this car um you know glasses shattering metal is twisting and the craziest thing about this is that in the moment whether you're spiritual or not just understand that a higher power in this sense right this woman uttered these words she goes i will not die here i want a baby boy and she said it over and over and over and over again and i think there was power in that because she said she felt as if she was arguing with god right? She knew that there was something more. So she was demanding it. And then at the end of this crash, she literally crawls out of this and I'm speeding this up, but if she just crawls out of this car, it's mangled to the point where you can't even sit up in it. Right. And she looks around and everybody in that crash died. But the incredible thing that happened to her was she walked away from that accident with nothing more than bruises and scratches. I don't know how you explain that. Dude, but, chills. But, if you're yeah. watching this right now, you don't have chills. Like, you're going to have to rewind this and watch this again and I'm really listen to what you're saying. Nuts. But here's the craziest part. This is what gives me chills every time I say it, is that this woman, two years later, right, come to find out that woman that survived that accident was my mother, right? So that's why I feel like I've been called to do something greater because her life, in my mind, in her mind, was spared. She, there is something that was greater that was driving a force which is why I believe everyone's been given purpose before given life. So I think that actions, people, things had to happen before you could get to this moment in life where it's like, okay, you're arriving every single day. That's the point of it. Every single day you're growing. So every single new day is an arrival point. But I think that people miss that. They think they need to seek this purpose and that they have to create it. It's like, no, you were put here with something to do because there had to be things that happened for me hundreds of thousands of years in order for you to exist in this very moment and millions of years you know it's like if you think about it, it's crazy so that situation had to happen for me to survive right so i believe that the importance 
of finding what you were talking about is attaching yourself to a meaning, right? A story that gives your life meaning like that one for me, right? And then find something that was earth shattering for you and that, uh, that is unshakable in your belief of giving you a meaning of the reason why I speak. You know, for you, it could be the reason why you write, you act, whatever it may be, and um, or you're create or you're a business owner, entrepreneur, and then attach your interest to that meaning of like, what would you want to create in this lifetime, right? So now what that does is you have a story that has an unshakable meaning within you, right? And then you have the interest that aligns with it, and then you kind of just grow from there. Those two things, combining those, like, like move me in a direction, you know, that I never even thought I would have been able to find, but... Attaching myself to a story that has a lot of meaning and then the interest was was really what got me to where I am. And uh, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's my... That's so awesome. So for those of you watching, this may not have happened to your mom or your dad, but I guarantee you both of them came, overcame a lot of adversity to be able to bring you yeah. into this world. And, and there probably is a grandparent that fought in a war or had to do battle or do something amazing to be able to actually survive and have have your, your parents. And if you just go on the generations that go, there's a lot of things that line up to make it so that you actually can actually exist in this world. So think back to that. You've got a story. You've got a purpose to be here. Like we're all, I feel like we're all equal, but we're also not the same. And a lot of people think that equal means the same, but it's just, it's not, it's, it's not equal means that we are all capable. We have our unique gifts but we are not going to have the same mission all the time. So whatever yours is, it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't matter if you're like, if you're cleaning bathrooms and you love doing it and you just like do a great job at it. We need somebody to do that. There's somebody that needs to do that and they need to do it with a passion. Like it needs to happen. Or you could be, um, you know, a speaker or an entrepreneur or something that in our society is deemed as more successful, right? Because there's more money maybe. But it doesn't mean that it's successful because if you're not in love with what you do every day, then there's a Don't gap. Matter. There's a disconnect. Yeah. So. Hundred percent. So you That's you got 150 million views last year. That's a half the population of the United States across your social media network. So your first video started off 20,000. Yeah. And then now, just a few years later, voila! You got you're reaching half the population of the United States. So, yeah, no, it, it's nuts. But it, that's the power of social media, though, because the thing is, like, but it was consistency, man. You can't do anything. I'm sure you know. I mean, what got you to the point where you're at is the consistency every single day and then the value and the quality you put out. So, I mean, that was the formula, you know. Uh, what well, are, it's, it's not just social media. It, it's also the level of authenticity. Like, you've gotten yeah. so clear so young at what it is that you need to do and there's seasons there might be in seven years from now you might be shifting gears to something new yeah. and you're going to have have to reinvent yourself this is like the part of life that we all go through and i i, I stress this for every single person watching this because there's going to be a time in your life where it's time to to plant ideas there's going to be time in your life where it's time to nurture those ideas and execute those ideas and then there's also a time in your life where you get to harvest those and then there's yeah. even a time in the break where you can just like chill out and just like wait until the next time comes around. So we, we go through all these seasons and now you've just actually just recently shifted gear, went into a whole new season with um, a new program that you have called Embrace the Calling. Yeah. So tell 100%. us a little bit about what Embrace the Calling is and how, like, who, who is it good for? Who wants to see this? So I think what, I mean, my whole thing is I've been blessed my whole entire life with meeting some of the most influential entrepreneurs, authors, leaders, speakers, you know, whoever it may be, I've met them, a lot of them. So I said, if I've been blessed with that, I want to be able to build a community of people and give of mentors to give to people, right? So that they can learn something that's untraditional from the education system, because I believe that the education system has kind of flawed people, not kind of, it has. And in the way of like limiting creativity and the flow of what actually is in you. So I said, all right, what I'm going to do is put together this program called Embrace the Calling. I'm, I'm going to put it at such a low price point because of the fact that, you know, it, it's something that should be accessible, right? And and that's what I made sure it was. And I put together all these people on four different pillars, right, which is mindset, lifestyle, business, and relationships. And uh, it was a pleasure to have you in it. But, um, you know, the thing is, I just found, like, it's so important. These people have created expertise, and, and they've really become – 
masters at these different areas. And I said, I'm going to bring them all into one so that these people. Anyone that's graduating, you know, going into college or anyone that graduated college, just going into their whole entire life, trying to figure out what it is that they're going to do next. Right. Or, or how to continue to grow themselves on, on, like I said, a mental, physical or spiritual, you know, foundation. This is the program for you because it breaks it down into these four pillars and you're getting access to a community of people that have done it. You know, I mean, it's just really my way of kind of serving my way to success is because if I've been blessed with the information, why not give it to others and, you know, provide abundance, you know, so that's exactly what I've done. And um, it's, it's, it's a program where content is continuously dripped in over a period of time. Literally everywhere I travel, I ask people, you want to be a part of it? And they're like, yeah, sure. You know, and, and they add the content in. So it's just really like for me, like a way of being able to flow information out to the masses so that, they'll be able to, to grow and do their own thing in their own way, you know? Um, and that's what I feel is powerful. You know, we live in a world with so much information. A lot of it's the wrong information. So I make sure that who I bring in are people that are actually qualified and people that have proven, you know, their methods and um, have really done incredible things, not only for themselves, but for other people uh, in those four pillars. So embrace the calling. Yeah. It's about really helping you not only discover and design a life, but create a life really that's exciting and fulfilling while empowering other people in life, business and relationships. And that's what it's about. And it's been good, man. People have loved it. You know? Yeah, it was, it was so much fun. It's such an honor to uh, actually be part of that. And I appreciate you considering me for that. I mean, it was anytime I can get some of my knowledge out there and what I'm doing, I, I love to do it. And it's actually, it's similar. If, if you like this kind of format where we're doing an interview, essentially it's, it's similar type of content, but it's not an interview um, process. Instead, basically, Alex is like, listen, I know you've been successful in these areas of your life. Here's the four pillars and speak about which one or ones really, really resonate with you that you are able to actually create amazingness in your life. And people have put in videos anywhere from, well, like 15 minutes to an hour long, correct? Yeah, we've had we've had. Not an hour yet, but we've had anywhere from like literally, you know, anywhere ranging from 10 minutes up to like 40, you know, um, which is basically like an hour, you know, so it's yeah. like, it's, 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 it's great though, because people, I mean, there's, there's videos in there. One's on tapping into intuition. Another one is on designing and, you know, discovering, um, a life that excites you and something that's aligned with your purpose. We have other ones that are, you know, on relationships, you know, how to be able to identify a healthy relationship. I think that's important broke it down into three sections um, and just all types of different, you know, we have one video of a guy hanging off a cliff, you know, that's, that's climbing a cliff. It's just absolutely incredible. It's really cool. The videos, the content, just the production and um, just the value. You know, I said, don't talk about anything else apart from what you feel like you have absolutely, you know, mastered in your life and that you'd be able to give um, incredible points of value on. I don't want anything that's mediocre. I want things that are, that are very, very aligned with who that individual is so you're really going to be getting the best you know with that yeah because they don't have to say anything like they could say nothing rather than saying something they don't know and that's what happens a lot of times in yeah. in life i mean look if you if you read the toltec wisdom the four agreements like the first thing is being impeccable in, with your word that means you don't gossip you don't spread rumors you don't talk about things you don't know you know and and you always hold that integrity and the beautiful thing is that you brought a lot of integral people into this and they got to choose like, this is the area that I know best. Here's the wisdom I want to share. And I, I would like to just touch on real quickly because you mentioned about the, the educational system and, uh, you know, our educational system got us where we are. So like, I'm grateful for it. It's, it's wonderful. And yeah. it, it's, it's really important to have a certain base level of education, but we've changed now. Like, we don't have to like figure things out. We don't even have to add anymore. We have like calculators on our phone and it's a great tool to have, don't get me wrong, but yeah. we have every solution at our fingertips to anything. So we actually don't even have to know anything. We actually have access to that information. What we need to be able to do is discern between good information and bad. information. And I hate to say good and bad, stuff that either serves you in your quest or doesn't serve you in your quest. And if you can discern between that information overload, 
that is the big difference. And what Alex has done is got, he did the filtering for you. So you're going to only have stuff that's going to help you along your path. And maybe some of it doesn't resonate with you, but I'm, I'm sure 90% of it will. And the 10% that doesn't today later on will come in handy. It's yeah. when, when schools were built, it was built, you know, Henry Ford helped design it. Carnegie helped design schools to make factory workers. We're not factory workers anymore. We don't have that when we do have some of that, but it's, that's going to be automated in 10, 15 years. It's like an oh, old man. dinosaur way of thinking. So what Alex is like, I, I want to make sure I give the best information possible to you guys. I'm going to curate all this content from people that have been successful. So similar to what I'm doing with these interviews with Alex here is, is only going to people that have like really accomplished something very meaningful that can actually share really good information with you that, that should help you along your path in, in some way. Yeah, and align you really with what it is that you feel like you're called to do. Even if you don't know what you're called to do, it'll get you there, you know? Because um, everyone everyone can learn from everyone. That's the important thing to understand is that everyone's an expert at something, you know? So, like, the most important thing to do, right, is, is basically think that they're better than anyone else. It doesn't matter if you're the billionaire or the, 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 the entrepreneur starting out or whoever you are. It's like everyone has some expertise in something through the different situations that they've gone through. So I think it's important that no matter what is shared within this, they're all credible people, incredibly incredible people. But um, it's just you're going to learn something from everyone. So that's why I feel like this is so valued, valuable to provide a community like this. That is so, so, so well put because what it comes down to, and I'll actually bring it right back to that being impeccable with your word. Like everybody, yeah. you're watching this right now, like you know something really, really well. You know something really, really well. Talk about that. That should be what you like. If you enjoy it and you like experimenting with it, that should be your basis of conversation. The things you don't know about, don't talk about them. Like one of the things that actually weighs us down is our knowledge because we think yeah. we know everything, right? Like we, we, all of us like smarty pants, we think we always know the best way to do this or that. But the reality is like, it's when we, when, when, we, when we know something, we cannot learn because we're not open to actually receiving new information. So really take in what Alex is saying here and pretend for a second that you don't even know anything. You gotta, when you try something on, like when you try on pants, you don't do it over the pants you have already. You try that, you take your other pants off and you put the other ones on and see how it works. So you gotta make sure that you're taking off your pants before you put on your new pants. You take a, take out the ideas that you think you have and like then try the new ones on and see how they fit. Because if you put them on top of each other, it's going to be pretty uncomfortable. You're not going to be able to walk in them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing you got to, sometimes the best thing to do is just unlearn what you've learned, you know? And I think that's what you're, you're talking about here because I mean, that is the most important aspect. A lot of people just get so caught up in what they know, and they think that since what they know got them success on any level, that that's continuously what's going to work, and that they know it all. When in reality, we live in a world that shifts so much yes. that what do yesterday doesn't apply today. You know, so like it's and it's literally as fast as that. I have seventeen year olds that are doing what I'm doing at twenty four, and I'm just like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> And then we have 35-year-olds that are looking at me saying, wow, that's incredible that you've done that. But the world's just progressing. You know, like now I'm saying 17-year-olds, people are getting younger and younger and younger, creating companies, doing this thing, you know, that people used to do at 40 or 50 years old. The world's just progressing so fast. So, like, if you feel, the moment you feel like you know anything at all, right, and you stop learning is the moment that you lose. I 100% believe that. You know, especially in today's world. You can't do that. That's a dumb, dumb mistake. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I mean, even if you know it and you know it to be true it might be true in that moment but the world is so malleable like everything that we have is everything we experience is actually a, a reflection or we're actually projecting out that experience so if you can get a hold of this systeming of how that all works and you can really understand what that means then you have to like be able to forget everything like near immediately so that you can take in the next experience Otherwise, you get attached to whatever meaning you gave to it. A hundred percent. I'm with you on that. So true. <laughs> so what, what would you, where, how can people find out more about you? Um, we got the link for Embrace the Calling up here. What, what, how can people follow you? Tell, tell them a little about that. Instagram, 
So uh, Instagram, I mean, you can check out if you want to know about who I am, but just on a deeper level, apart from just social media, it's alexthespeaker.com. And uh, if you want to reach out to me, alexthespeaker at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing is like Instagram has been the biggest force for me because I reach, I think my impressions every single month or anywhere from, or every week, sorry, every week are like, I think around 300 to 400,000 people, which that's impressions, which is insane. Cause I only got like what, 24,000 followers, but the content is short enough to interest and deep enough to connect. So that's why I feel like it, it grows the way it does. And, um, you know, social media is just powerful. So if you want to hit me up and you want to talk and you want to see what I'm all about, then definitely Instagram at Alex the Speaker, Snapchat as well, Facebook as well, uh, all under the same. But um, if you want to know about who I am more in detail, how I did TEDx, I actually have an interview coming up. I don't want to say anything yet, but uh, it's quite big. I just spoke to someone and, and I secured something with um, Forbes under 30, right, for unconventional life. So that's coming soon and some other great things might happen. Just did something on Netflix and Hulu. So if you want to learn all about that and you just want to see really on a deeper level why I do what I do, alexspeaker.com. And if you want to see my content, Instagram. Yeah. Perfect. And embrace the calling is what – it's pretty inexpensive, yeah. right? Yeah. Dude, I put it under 100 bucks. It's $97. And the reason why I did that is because it's a one-time payment. And one-time payment of $97, you get a community of mentors. You have a Facebook community where I post the book of the week every single day that, you know, aligns people more with, um, you know, what they, th they can do in their own, you know, time, which is reading. And, and I just provide a bunch of knowledge in there and people just communicate back and forward and build a network up like that. But in the program, you get videos, like I said, that are just dripped in over a period of time from all these different mentors that I meet and reach out to. And I actually have one, two, three, four, five. I think I have up to like 10 new videos coming in pretty soon over the course of like the next next in, in a bit. So like I don't want to give a specific time, but 10 more videos coming in from some incredible mentors I met out in LA and um, speakers specifically. So it's just, it's great, man. It's, it's fun for me because it's, it, it's part of like my meaning, meaningfulness of my life and the fulfillment aspect. So yeah, for a hundred bucks, man, you get a community of mentors, you get, you know, a community of people that support you and, a whole entire program that's available for you for life, you know, that's, try to make it as no brainer as possible. <laughs> it's it's so great that you're doing this and you're doing it at such a low price point too, because the price does not reflect the value. But I, I, I think like me, like one of your big missions is to get this as many hands as possible or many heads as possible, because yeah. when people like actually get embrace their calling, when people actually yeah. embrace their calling, they create some really great things, whether it's experiences or products or services, and they're happier. And then all of a sudden you're like around, like the world becomes a better place. Yeah. So Cause you're aligned. So, so what are you doing today? What, what's, what's a typical day look like for you? What are you doing for, how are you embracing your calling today? Oh, that's a good one. So, so basically uh, today what I did was I woke up at, I just found out on my phone, I have like, like um, uh, bedtime scheduler or whatever it is right and it wakes me up at a certain time and tracks my sleeping and all that right so i did that last night i was like you know what i usually wake up in the morning but let's see how early i actually can wake up and do it on a daily basis because usually i wake up around like seven but now i'm starting to wake up at six so my new morning routine right is uh, instead of waking up at seven i wake up at six uh six to six thirty to spend time with myself um you know, and really just get aligned with what I'm feeling and who I am and all that, right? I just basically am still, I'm just silent and I kind of just, you know, get with it. And then after that, I go out and I work out for like 30 minutes, uh, come back, have my smoothie, drink a bunch of water. Sometimes maybe I go get some coffee, but I'm avoiding that because uh, coffee kind of like screws me up a little bit. So I'm sticking with smoothies and um, and water and eating right and making sure I'm just priming myself in my men mental and physical state. And then after that, I spend 30 minutes. So it's like, you know, an hour and a half from six o'clock, um, you know, at 7.30, up till 7.30, I just spend time with my family and friends, you know, whether I'm communicating with them, spending time with my mother, my father or my brother or my friends at the coffee shop, whatever it is, human interaction, that's what I do. So prime myself in the three areas, feel great about the day, um, do a cool interview like this, you know, and just knock out a bunch of work. But my morning routine is really the aspect that gets me productive in, 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 a, in a high high momentum state that, that really keeps me going. And um, I just find that the way that I start my morning is the way that I live out the rest of my day. So I've really 
really, really practice on bettering my morning routine as best as I can, as early as I can, because something about waking up with the sun, you know, is, is something that completely changed my life. You know, I feel like I'm waking up with the world, like I'm waking up uh, at the right times because if I sleep in, I feel exhausted. You know, although you're getting more sleep, I feel exhausted mentally, physically, and I just can't focus. So my morning routine really breaks down to that, priming myself in the mental, physical, and spiritual space. You know, that that is so cool to hear. I, I mean, I can't even express it enough because it's so similar to mine. And yeah, yeah. people look at me like I'm crazy. But what I find is, well, first of all, waking up before the sun rises, being outside when the sun rises, when it actually comes over the atmosphere, it actually releases ozone. And that ozone is actually really good. It's a very healing property. So if you want yeah. to research it, like anybody watching, go ahead and research it. I'm not, I'm not an expert at it, but I've, I've read a little bit about it. And it's, it's really, really neat. So what ends up happening for me is if I do a morning meditation or if I'm not in the mood to meditate, I might just read a book or take some notes or review my to-do list. There's so many different little things that you can do to just make sure you get started good. But if you start early with this stuff, like I'll hit the gym, I got the smoothie routine too. Like it's, it's a very similar routine and I feel so revved up and like doing an interview like this, uh, yeah. or doing a Facebook live or something like that is just like, it's a great way to start my day. And what I find is I get in such flow state that by yeah. 2, 2.30 at the end of the day, like I've gotten everything on my to-do list done and I don't even know what to write for my to-do list tomorrow. And when I, if I can finally come up with something, I end up doing that as well. And yeah. it's actually, instead of not having enough time in the day, it's like, I almost have too much time in my day. I'm like, well, maybe I should sleep in a little bit more because I'm getting up so early and now I'm like two o'clock, I don't even know what to do with myself. And most, I remember living a life and most people, this is the way they live is like, it's they're always behind and they're playing like defense, like block, Got block and tackle zone. Like they, they don't even know what's going on, just waiting for the stuff to come at them. But if you start the day just an hour earlier, it transforms your life. Hundred percent. So I mean, that's that's my that's my secret to it. And I mean, today's just a beautiful day. So I mean, I woke up literally yesterday, a little later, wasn't prepared for things. You know, screwed up yesterday, and I'm not afraid to admit that. And the thing is, it just screwed my whole day over because I didn't get my morning routine right. But as soon as I got my morning routine right today, I'm back on track. I'm killing stuff, and it's just absolutely amazing. So I think that you know, the bottom line is this: is that like. You know, we're spiritual beings. I believe that. So, like, if we don't take care of ourselves first, how's anything else supposed to function? It just doesn't. You know, so we need to do that. And and that's and that's important, no matter how funny or silly it sounds to anybody. You know? Yeah, because we, we have a to-do list. Everybody has some kind of to-do list, whether they write it down or it's in their head, all the things they have to do today or tomorrow. Yep. But at the end of the day, like, we have to we have to really look at what's going on with us before – we start doing that list because that will give us guidance on what those things are important, which ones are yeah. essential, which ones are impactful, which ones are time wasters. It gives you such clarity yeah. when you start off the day in, in this way. So it's so, it's so cool that, to hear that you're, you're doing this. Where did, where did you learn this? Oh man, so many different people. I think I learned it mainly from just met, like the people in my life, like my father, for sure. People like you, man, you know, like, when I, when I meet people, I just ask them the questions because, you know, I, best advice I'd share to any 20-year-old is like, listen, just listen to people that are 20, 30, 40 years older than you and just understand what they succeeded at and failed at and why and then replicate that so you don't have to go through the same BS, you know? Um, that's kind of just like what I, what I did. It's like that's like the cheat code to life is just listen. You know, listen and understand what people did that worked and that what people didn't do that worked. It might not work the same for you, but at least you have an idea of what does work. And people told me that over and over again. You got to make sure you're mentally, physically, and spiritually intact before you start your day. So that's what I did. And surprise, surprise, it worked. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah it, it, it's, uh, it's so great that you see that at such a young age. Like the way I, I look at it is it's like a recipe. So if you yeah. want to make a cake, like there's a certain certain ingredients that you need. You need to put them in a certain order. You can't bake the cake before you mix it. And if you can get that recipe about anything in life down and you're gonna learn from somebody that's actually done it or you can do it on your own, but that's kind of like the old way of thinking where we only learn from our mistakes. The new way of thinking is actually 
And I was very blessed because I, I grew up and my sister had some serious drama and I watched her like just constantly hit her head against the wall in certain areas. And I was like, well, I ain't doing that. Like that makes, that makes no it sense to live like that to me. And I got to watch somebody like just completely beat themselves up constantly and watch how it happened and kind of reverse engineer. So I've been doing this kind of stuff since I was a kid, fortunately. But I still, I mean, I still hit my head against the wall every once in a while. I don't know what to do half the time. Oh. I was, it's always a guess, but uh, it's, it's, it's so great that you got that attitude. And I think everybody watching, um, they wouldn't be watching this if they didn't have that attitude too. So what would you like, um, we're going to close up here shortly. What would you, anything else you'd like to add or talk about with the race of calling or what's going on next or? I think, I think so. So I have an opportunity, right, with, with that the unconventional life. Life, you know Forbes and all that stuff is gonna be crazy so I mean we'll just see how that happens it's a blessing and uh, I'm just happy to be able to connect with people like that and continue um, whatever flows into my life but I think the one message I really want to share is you know if you want to get into embrace the calling definitely don't hesitate with it reach out to me if you have any questions but um one one question really above all else, or not question one thing I really want to state above all else is that you know it's not complicated i don't think life is really that complicated i think it's just down to you have to ask yourself the question right what is it that i want to do get it and then what you have to do after that is understand that you live in a world that is limitless in opportunity right and once you can step out of the fear and the doubt that it's not possible and that it's hard right in order to create it and you just understand that listen if i just say it is and that i can i may have to work the nine to five job or do what i do now to make the money to support it but on the side what i do till 2 a.m it's possible it's just all a matter of will and it's a matter of faith and hard work and determination but life it wants to give you everything that you want it's just as long as you keep sabotaging yourself with the thoughts that say i can't or it's hard or it's just not possible or it's going to take too much time it's not going to happen so I think that's what, what's really important is to realize for everyone that's watching, no matter how old you are, I'm 24 years old. I have I don't have it all figured out. But the one thing that really aligns me with a lot of the most beautiful things in life is just saying yes to almost anything that comes my way, you know? And I don't talk myself out of things with fear and doubt. I kind of just say, all right, cool, this, this is sweet. And if it aligns with my values and my moral and what I feel like I need to do with my life, I go with it. Universe all the time, God, Jesus. Is always trying to present something to you, right? That wants to grow you, right? Whether that be through pain or through joy or whatever it is, say yes to most things that come your way. Like I said, that align with what makes you feel good and good things will come to you in the most craziest ways. The moment you try to think your way into success, right? Of like, if I, I have to structure it in a certain way in order to be able to make it happen, goal setting is important. But when you're trying to do it all yourself, back down to the like, the details that's what you're going to start working your way out of opportunity but the way that you allow great things to happen to yourself is just to flow right and yeah. not allow all the external to keep you back and just to focus more on the internal and what you feel because what you feel and what you believe in is what you're going to attract period point blank so i just want to leave that with everyone is that you're, you're going to be blessed the moment you stop worrying about all the things that you should have just decide that it's going to happen and that you have the faith that it will happen happen and it will happen it's as simple as that you know that that is so so well well put i, I i'd like to just kind of add for those of you that are out there that might not be you might not consider yourself spiritual right or religious yeah if you fine. believe in energy you are spiritual if you believe in thoughts like thoughts live in the spiritual realm so they're not physical yeah. you can't see them but you know they're real so yeah. just take that as just kind of food for thought like your thoughts is, are coming to you from somewhere. It's not just because the neurons are firing. The neurons are firing because they're interpreting those thoughts. So if you can improve your emotional intelligence, then you can really start seeing which thoughts are going to lead you to feel better. The thoughts that come in and that make you feel bad, just throw them out. They're bull bullshit. They're lies. They're not true. The thoughts yeah. that come in that feel good, follow those. And, yeah. and that's, that's this, that's the spirit talking to you. It's, it's a very clear alignment. And the more you practice it, you will actually really benefit and get into that flow state. At first it happens every once in a while. And then all of a sudden it'll be like for hours on end. 
And yeah. hopefully I, mean, I want to get to a point where I'm like that every single day for like every day. And, you know, right now I'm probably, I get in that rhythm for about five hours a day. And then I'm like, that's hmm, good. What happened? <laughs> but, uh, and there's days where, where I don't, where I feel like I'm just getting beat up too. But, uh, the majority of the time I'm feeling really good. So thank you. Thank you so much, Alex. This was really, really enlightening. And, um, it, it was, it was great to hear everything you had to say. And I, I love the fact that we, we resonate with so much, but I also, I picked up a lot from you as well, because even me growing up, you know, made me reflect on, I was bullied too. And I, yeah. I was the same way. Like I didn't even want to fight. People would call me out and I'd be like, why? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm just, just, I just either. want to be friends. Like why, why are you throwing rocks at me? Like what, what's going on? And I didn't yeah. have an outlet to deal with it. And, and um, it really interesting how that, that carried with me until even now you bringing it up reminded me of this. And this is an area that I'm going to have to investigate a little bit. And I think I'm going to have to watch yeah. some of your videos myself. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for having me. I mean, I really appreciate it. And this was awesome. I love conversations like this, you know, and on a Friday, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to end the week. So, no, well, thank you so much. Anything last you want to add to anybody? Um, like I would say just again, I mean, definitely reach out to me, Alex, the speaker on Instagram, alexspeaker.com, uh, and then check out embrace the calling. Really? I, I, my purpose with that is to really align as many people as I can with just a better understanding of mindset, lifestyle, business and relationships, you know, just the bottom line and a community of mentors. I, that's, it's it's really a program based around serving so definitely check it out perfect yeah and and all the you guys watching please share this share this with if you have kids share it with them if you are a kid share it with your parents because they'll understand you a little bit better share this with your friends yeah. and really tag people in here that could benefit from any of this information the one thing is like this is this is all free so the one thing we really actually ask of you is to give it back and give it away pay it forward by sharing this information so take it Take it down. Let people know about Alex and embrace the calling. And and there's nothing nothing to it but to do it, right? Like so, just just embrace your calling. Whatever it is that's calling to you, start moving towards it. And if you don't know what it is exactly, and it's a fuzzy target, bring it in closer. Start moving towards it because fuzzy targets don't get hit, and you got to get practice at doing this. So yeah, thank you so much, Alex. You guys, if you don't jump on this, if less than a hundred bucks. Like I know that you spent a hundred dollars on stupid shit before I have, I, I, I spend it probably every day on stupid shit. So there's no need not to go $97. Like, come on, like go, go, um, go embrace the calling, go, go sign up right now and, uh, make it happen. So, and, and let us know, give us feedback on how it's working for you. So, um, I think I lost you, Alex. So kind of, at the end here. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, thanks for being part of the Evolve Life and, and uh, everything that's going on. Curious about how to expand your mind and life in transformative and powerful ways? Check out evolvedlife.com slash podcast for an absolutely free seven-day trial to the powerful personal transformation and awakening content available exclusively to Evolved Life members.